Soul Exporter, Dim and Richard, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Thanks for having us. And Lauren. We Hello. are, uh, Lauren and I are sitting in for this uh, this interview for 21ism. Uh, Lauren's got the, the first and all important question. Um, so, my question is. Um, who whose idea was to make the voice paper? But, but wait, was it that? Yeah. So uh, the voice paper basically uh, it started as uh, an idea to uh, to bring the community together because uh, I I wanted to um, to basically show that behind Bitcoin there is all kinds of people and. Um, it's not something that is necessarily known to everyone. So I, I wanted to show that behind the, the voice paper, behind Bitcoin, there was a lot of different people coming from a lot of different backgrounds and ages and uh, motivations. Okay, cool. That, that's actually kind of, that's, that's cool. Yeah, and you got to be in it too, huh? Oh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the one line I asked you yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, that, you, you wait till you see the video. It's so cool. Thank you for your contribution, by the way. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to go carry on watching the movie with the guys? Yeah. Okay. Well, say good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Lauren. Bye, Lauren. Bye, Lauren. Bye. All right. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. So, uh, yeah, how did um, if I. If I just stay with you for for now, Dim. Uh, wh- when did the the idea suddenly hit you? So, the the story is that it's been a part of a bigger project called the House of Was of We Are All Satoshi, and that uh, is a series of projects around the white paper, and. Um, the whole idea behind that is I'm really interested in exploring the relationship between Bitcoin and the individual from uh, from really from an emotional standpoint and what it means beyond its financial um, uh, and economical properties. It's really something that, that touches people to their core and this is what I am interested in the House of Was. And part of the the, the first part of the House of Us was basically creating a video, a performance video as an individual where I memorize the white paper and then I'm going to share it in the wilderness. Uh, that's a, a performance art on its own. Um, and it really explored the symbiotic relationship between 
Bitcoin and the individual. But then there is a second layer, which is the, the community layer. Once you pass beyond the individual, how does it translate at the community level? And this is where the, the, the idea of the voice paper came up. And uh, I was not really ready to do this because it's still a work in progress. But in the light of everything that's been going on with uh, the attacks on uh, the white paper, it seemed like it was the right time to talk about the idea. And the response has been phenomenal. So the rest of the story, we're going to talk about this, but it's been, a, it's been quite a surprise, if I can, uh, if I can say it like that. It, it, perhaps that perhaps that incident which you just referenced that that's what like got the whole community just so ablaze with an interest in in this project and i remember when you released that video of yourself i think you were you in your car like just reciting the white paper for, from memory is that right yeah i mean i have every time i, I get a chance where i'm either driving or walking Bowie, my dog I try to uh, to take blurbs of it. I haven't done the full video yet because I'm still uh, maybe 70, 80% there. Uh, but uh, these are my tests and this was one of the tests and it came out just as a response to uh, to Craig. <laughs> so House of Was, W-A-A-S is House of We Are All Satoshi, just to, to clear that up for everybody. Exactly. Cool. So, Richard, if I if I move over to you now, uh, when did you first come uh, become aware of of this this project and this idea, and what what kind of sparked in your mind when you when you saw this initiative? Well, you mentioned this uh, the video of Dim in his car, and it was it was actually that. So I I, I didn't know Dim or, or um, at at the time and um this just popped up in my twitter feed i think um him reciting the white paper uh from memory um you know this idea that it was as um as lots of different um, people and and places were were sort of hosting that white paper as a bit of an act of of solidarity and um so that had an impression on me um listening to dim recite recite those first lines and um that's great to hear that he's almost got the whole thing down i, I, I that's something i'd look forward to watching to what uh, instead of uh learning poetry or anything like that the the white paper is like our um you know our muse to to learn and then um you know, some some time passed, and it was actually uh, Batters, our um, our mutual friend, so Badminton, who um, was kind enough to um, let me know that there was a bit of a group forming around um, around the project, um, and sort of let let me in on what was going on. And I was able to, I feel lucky that I was able to nab a a, re- a line in the reading uh, fairly early on, and then things went from there. It's been quite um, quite incredible to see how quickly everyone coalesced around the idea it was nuts it was completely crazy and i I guess for anybody that's listening we have no excuse for not being able to memorize 24 words if dim's memorizing the whole damn white paper Uh, uh, as bitcoin (laughs) you know Uh, that's pretty that go ahead 
Yeah, no, that, that was uh, also another point I was trying to make with that piece is, uh, is to basically showcase a little bit, you know, there's so much discussions around, you know, how important you, there is to, to secure your, your 24 words or your 12 words, whatever you have. And uh, people are trying to find very complicated and, and heavy duty systems but the best computer is still up to these days, your brain. So make good use of it. Yeah, for sure. Actually, guys, let, let, let's all come off mute. Otherwise, it's going to be like uh, just like weird pauses in between questions. And we'll just keep it completely open as, as possible just to uh, get um, like the, the best feel for um, the interview. So I'll move to um, Soul Exporter and anyone chime in at, uh, at, any, stage, at any stage if you uh, if you have something to add. So Soul Exporter, when, yeah. did, when you saw this, this all starting coming together, what did you feel that you had to add? What was like, what, what did you, we, we all felt something, right? We, we, we all knew we had a certain skill that we could leverage it and start helping and adding and helping dim to this. What, what was yours? <laughs> For me, it was actually uh, being very impressed with being invited into this project. As a, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like an absolute permanoop in uh, Bitcoin world. And all those big names, uh, Dim himself, Richard, you, uh, Stackamore, who's uh, a network on, him, uh, on himself, uh, Badders, who's a legend. And then, yeah, the little nobody me being invited there was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite impressive for me. Wow, it's, it's great to, uh, to see you like take up the challenge. What, what was your role? Could, do, do you guys mind telling us uh, exactly what each one of you were kind of doing, or was it completely collaborative? Obviously, I've I've been a part of the the the, the BVP uh, Telegram team group, and it blows my mind each each day. I wake up and there's like seven of us in there, and you guys are just like, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. I'm like, whoa! I'm like a fly on the wall in that group, like I'm a bit of an imposter. So it's just <laughs> it's amazing it to see all of it. Go ahead. Sorry, it was very generic uh, coming together. I think it was just so beautiful to to see all that happening. Uh, um, MTCBTC made uh, use of his app, then I could work on the background and it, it just worked out. There was no um, division of work. It, it just naturally flowed into each other. Mm. Everything came out so organically from day one, from people joining to contribute to actually how everybody kind of took over what their expertise was. Uh, Richard, it was a given because you are uh, you are already uh, the the master of uh, of film <laughs> with the harmony. So there was absolutely no doubt as to uh, where your expertise were was lying. Um, and and honestly, the real surprise was you, Solex, when you came up with so much retouching, some some special effects to actually add on those takes and. And it was really, I mean, the, the professionalism on some of those is incredible. I was blown away. So um, it, it was <laughs> not only a nice surprise at this level, but also Solex helped a lot on uh, the administrative level, on the community level. I mean, you know, we have 160 people in there. 
that are contributing and from all over the world with uh, a lot of very uh, tight schedules and putting a coordination to all of this was not an easy fit, especially that, you know, some people say, yeah, they're going to do it then they don't. And then not everybody's on Telegram, which was the main hub. So putting all together required a lot of time and effort and uh, everybody chimed in on that part, which was really helpful. Yeah, and I you, second that. Sorry, go ahead. No, just that um, you know some of so- the work that Solex did on the animation and, and effects in the videos. I looked at and thought, wow, I'd I'd like to know how to do that. Um, <laughs> it was really really helpful. Um, yeah, you know, and Dim as well. There's some some great um, you know animations when people sent an avatar or a video that was just a steal or something. You know, the the team sort of got to work and made it made it more interesting. And yeah, I just want to second the fact that it was such a pleasure to, to, to work with this team and how spontaneous the process was. And, you know, I've collaborated on quite a lot of projects in my time, but, um, and it can be quite frustrating when you've got six or seven people working on a project. It can really um, be a problem sometimes, but I can't believe just how seamlessly this whole thing came together. You know, everyone just um, seemed to almost be um, subconsciously reading the mind of the other to know what needed to be done and when. So if I just give a little bit of context to the, to the listeners uh, that, that might be uh, wondering how this all did come together, it was uh, original idea by Dim, and the idea was to, to do the, the spoken white paper. So uh, it'd be very difficult to claim a copyright over that. And a few of us were like, yes, that's a brilliant idea. And the idea was read a page each or something. And then the call went out to the Hornets or the plebs and reading a page each very quickly came to perhaps everyone reads a paragraph each very quickly came to holy shit. How many lines in the white paper? Because we, we are just getting swamped <laughs> with people. So is that it, right? 160 lines, is, is that yeah. exact? Well, not exactly. We had to split some lines. And I mean, you know, it was crazy because not only that, but the, the time frame in which it, it happened, it happened really in the course of a few days, you know. And, uh, and at some point, we had so many people signing up that we had to have a waiting list. And we were, you know, trying to bring on some people and they say, oh, please let me have a line. And then we had to cut some line up. And eventually, you know, some people ended up dropping out. So on and all, it worked out. But, but <laughs> that was that was very interesting the way it worked. And, and not only that, but it's on zero budget. There is zero Bitcoin, zero fiat that was involved in there. Only the goodwill of people and that's, in itself, it shows how passionate the community is and, and the goal was achieved even before the video was done. So it was great from every standpoint. What were your te- Go ahead, Solex. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say I personally liked very much how all, all of the people uh, that participated came with their own creative original idea uh, some uh, we helped out a little bit uh, animating uh, the avatar for example or, or making the, uh, the image uh, widescreen so everything would fit in the format that uh, Richard said would work the best and then it all just came nicely together those originalities 
that Richard really made work to work together. So very big kudos to Richard to uh, have from those 160 or plus uh, fragments such a beautiful complete whole that really fits together. When I saw the the first version, I was like, "Oh my god, awesome! Just pure beauty." <laughs> and pure decentralization, right? We, we are across yeah. many time zones across the. Uh, what was there? Six of you, mainly in the team. It, it, am I right in thinking that we should shield the other team members that have? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, if we count you, Daniel, it's seven people. <laughs> Because you did your part as well. Um, you, thanks to you, we got a lot of very interesting people. You brought in Michael Saylor, so that, that was quite something. Uh, and we were not even sure that this would happen. So thank you for that. Um, and so the team members are uh, Richard, Solex, you, um, Batters, who was doing the audio, MTCBTC and Stackmore who helped in the background doing many, many different things, hounding people when they were not uh, responsive, <laughs> especially Stackmore to go on a daily basis ringing at, at people's bells, not literally, but, um, but that, was, uh, that was really a team effort at every level for sure. And, you know, and the result that, that's really interesting is that my, my hope was that we get really a good representation and we, yes, we got the OGs, we got the, the heavyweights, but we also had people that didn't have the fame and, and the mix is really what uh, was the, the goal is to really showcase the community as it should be. OGs, plebs, people from every kind of background, from every kind of industries, and, and that's the celebration. So... Mission accomplished. And how did it feel, Rich? You're waking up in uh, in Australia, logging into Telegram. You must be just scrolling through all of this activity. This is the beauty uh, of decentralization, right? This project did not stop for 24 hours. <laughs> Telegram can be an intimidating um, experience <laughs> sometimes, as you said, Daniel, when you, um, you, know, you open it up after 24 hours and just this wall of text coming at you that you've got to pass your way through but i guess this was only um only seven or seven of us so could be worse but it it was um yeah it was such an interesting experience to see all these um these videos sort of slow not slowly i mean it happened um, you know, as is the case with these things, you get the you know slowly. Then, then the last few sort of drip drip their way in. But, but um, you know, sort of dr dragging them across and and um, and putting them in order. Yeah, just this feeling of um, you know being really impressed by the the diversity of of the different people who were contributing to this project. It really uh, that's the thing that shines through when when you watch this um it's quite a powerful effect you get um watching an, an entire community come together um sharing the same same mindset to contribute to this um so yeah that's the really powerful for element of it just the the individuality of everyone and uh yeah having now um sort of cut it up and put it together i i think i might um give dim a run for his money in terms of um 
memorizing the white paper. I've heard it, heard it enough times now, but in, in quite a good way because I feel like it's actually given me personally a deeper understanding of all the concepts um, that are in there. I just don't think you could, could get that from just reading through it. You hear sometimes people recommend the white paper as a place to start when you're learning about Bitcoin. I'm not 100% sure it's the, it's the best place to, to start from square one um, because it's quite difficult concepts and, and some difficult maths that I'd be the first to admit that I don't understand. But, um, I, yeah, I definitely believe that I've, I've developed a, a deeper um, feeling for, for what Satoshi's vision was, uh, what he was trying to, to get at uh, when he first released the project. I feel the same, to be honest. Uh, each time uh, I, I've I've watched um, a few of the things that you've mocked up and, and added to the group, and it's definitely forced me to to think deeper about exactly what was going on back then. Um, yeah, like you, I don't think it's a really good resource to give to noobs straight up. Uh, that there are a lot more softer touches to go, and this is definitely something I think is to be explored further down the journey. And to present it in such a unique way is really going to bring, I would say, a lot of Bitcoiners that may be like three, four or five years into the space that haven't really explored it that deeply yet. This is going to really put that front and center for them and really kind of uh, waken up everybody's minds and enthusiasm again, especially when we see some of these names, guys. Like, it's unbelievable. The... um, so we, we should do like a, a name and then a shame kind of a fun segment because there were some dropouts, which we want to call out, like, you know, <laughs> and, and some big misses as well. But um, those that did give up their time, uh, obviously we have, uh, I'm sure, uh, many of our favorite uh, ones. But, um, and I'll go first. In particular, a uh, big shout out for Knuts von Holm that just put, comedy on on his on his <laughs> representation as i don't know what he was dressed as but he was trying to be a school teacher and he had the 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 pointer and he had it on the uh the little whiteboard there and uh classic classic canute trying to put some kind of i don't know like monty python-esque spin on on his line and it was just so great to see and i was it still puts a big smile on my face as you can see as i'm uh, recounting that so do you guys have any little snippets lesson went on for like a long time as well i had to cut <laughs> cut just one little bit of it but it, it um he had this whole spiel before he even with the with the whiteboard before he even got to the the line that's <laughs> it <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really those types of takes that that really shine through uh, individualism. And uh, one that I really like too is uh, at first I wasn't sure it would fit, but Vlad Costa, um, heavy metal way of saying transactions, it was absolutely hilarious, and and so much of his personality comes out of it. And, and they are they are uh, overall. Even though they are so different, they go so well together. And that's actually a shout out to Richard who managed to make that happen. Because uh, when you see them individually and you look at them, uh, you know, one after the other, when I'm not stitched, you may wonder if this is going to work. But thanks to your magic, Richard, that just flew absolutely seamlessly. I second that. 
uh, really great job, Richard. Um, I said that already, but I'm gonna keep it safe forever when uh, when I meet you. <laughs> uh, on the people uh, that I want to shout, uh, give a shout out is for me uh, the payment uh, of being in this team that we were able to see things uh, that other people probably won't see, or uh, maybe you should do a cut up of that. And uh, main prize winner is there for me, Joe Rogers, I think it was, who made a stand-up act of uh, just pronouncing the title. I was just oh. uh, really rolling on the floor laughing uh, <laughs> on that one. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, you guys have got to do a mashup of like uh, best, best, like the director's cut or something. So, you know, Richard, you're talking about Knut's uh, like bit that you had to cut out. There's got to be a director's cut voice yeah. paper. What do you think? No, there's some, and, and a lot, um, and myself included. I mean, I think we all, it's funny. It's a funny feeling. You sort of get yourself in front of a, a camera and a microphone to try and record yourself and you become very self conscious um, quite quickly. And then, and then there are a few, you know, I, you think it's a simple process, just read one sentence. But of course, I made a, made a mistake in my first one, missed a, <laughs> missed a line or added a word or something. Um, so it's actually not that um, straightforward. And then there was a few people who quite professionally um, did a number of takes one after the other. But um, especially if they're just saying one word or, or three or four words, um, then you have to choose <laughs> choose between eight takes. Uh, they're all pretty much exactly the same. But um, no, everyone, um, you know, we, we had some basic guidelines about how how to record, uh, which which everyone followed. Um, but then, um, you know, with 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 the personal touches, uh, you know, that was great. Not everybody followed that. We, you know, <laughs> I had some basic guidelines like make it a landscape. <laughs> And I get videos that are in portrait format. I mean, we got all kinds of stuff. And, and that's what, that was part of the reason why it was not so straightforward because you had to, it's already hard to get the first take sometimes. And then you have to hand back people to say, hey, your video is wrong. Please do it again. And to your point, it doesn't seem that easy for people to just record one line. So, so. So every time, you know, it was a bit of a mission to to get all these videos. So we're into the shaming part now, Tim. This is perfect. Like, you know, we got, <laughs> we got to call some people out. I'm going to go first. I've got to fly the flag for badders here. And, you know, I, I just want to say, what the fuck, Marty Bent, right? I mean, come oh, on, Marty. Yeah. You were there for us, baby. We waited so damn long, Marty, and we got you in the group. There were owl memes and everything. We were good to go. We were set. And then a big donut from Marty. Oh man, yeah. what a what a miss! He didn't have the right phone. Rubbish, complete <laughs> <laughs> rubbish. Uh, <laughs> Marty, you'll never live this down, brother. Uh, there were uh, there were a few big other misses as well, which was a shame that um, people either decided personally for personal reasons they couldn't attend or um, weren't able to get to it, uh, which uh, um, you know is a, is a shame. There's some big big names that uh, would have lent. Uh, a little bit more weight to it, and yeah, but uh, some 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 names were you know decided to pass for for reasons that. Uh, yeah, well, Taleb was never welcome, right? So it uh, you know Taleb and Rubini they were never they were never invited. Hey, so. if, if, <laughs> they were knocking if, down the door, but we, we had to draw the line somewhere. 
if Peter Schiff decided to come, I would have given him a line. It would have been capitulation for her. He would have said, okay, you know, I realize that Bitcoin is Bitcoin. No, you know, and that's the thing. Bitcoin is for everyone. We all started our journey, even the shitcoiners, even if people kind of took a, a different route at some point. If you come back and start reciting the white paper with us, it means that you pay your respect. So I would have welcomed everyone except one person, obviously. I don't want to say it now because yeah. we don't need to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Lex, do you have anything to add? Um, no, I think uh, everything has been said except for the big names that are missing. Okay, but they made space for people like me. So <laughs> for the small <laughs> yes. primp uh, Bitcoiners that were also able to join in this uh, project, for which uh, I will speak for all of them. I'm I'm was very grateful being a part of this, uh, being between the big names. Uh, also, my son I had his line. He he was uh, even in the trailer, and he was so proud with that. Uh, well, he hated his voice at the moment that he heard it for the first time, but mm. <laughs> that that I have also. But yeah, I think uh, that's the beauty of this project, that it was big names and next line you have a nobody like me and then another big name and yeah, it's banding together. Yeah, I love Solek's boy uh, take actually. It's very animated. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Had, and Lauren as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah Solek's boy had, to do, had me doing also the sign language thingy. So he was... He was the one who was the most critical on my line. I thought I did it in five <laughs> minutes and I had to do 20 takes until he was uh, satisfied with it. Yeah, man, you got to step up when the kids are involved. They're going to hold you accountable. Oh. Damn, he's my worst boss ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I so, love it. So actually, let me ask you guys a question, the, the yep. Daniel and Sol. Does um, we were talking about the white paper not being a good introduction, but your kids being kids uh, being orange peeled on a daily basis, I'm sure they are already familiar with all of this. What's their um, what's their take on the white paper? Do they have an approach? Did they raise their curiosity beyond just the, the voice paper at all? I I think you will once the once she sees the the finished project and once she can pick out all the people she's already interviewed and feel like a real part of uh, uh, I, I think that's gonna dawn on her pretty pretty heavy and I want to get a oh, there's a beautiful poster going around Twitter at the moment and I can't remember the guy's or girl's name oh I should be able to shill this but I want to get a print of the white paper. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's beautiful. It's uh, mm -hmm. on a black background That's with white text. Swallows, um, yeah. Is that, is poster? that, the, yeah. 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 He's a fellow, uh, fellow Australian Bitcoiner. Oh mate. Awesome. So I want to get that on the wall somewhere. Uh, so it's just there always in the house. Uh, that that's the idea. And once the other kids and my wife, of course, and myself, see the finished product and for the listeners for context um this this hasn't been dropped yet like the the the, the um the recording that you're listening to is happening 
pre-voice paper drop. So these guys have seen the final. Uh, I still haven't, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. I've seen uh, near as close to it, but uh, not not the exact thing. And I'll only show Lauren the the, the totally finished, polished up effort. And I think that's going to make um, a big impression on her. So thank you very much. How about you, Solex? Yeah, the same. Um, uh, I think he was, uh, Solex Boy was very interested in finding the line that he liked the, mo the most. So he was really looking for a sentence that um, mounted well for him. <laughs> uh, but other than that, for now, he got especially the backstory very clearly, apparently. Um, yeah, we're, I'm now uh, on a week off and we're walking a lot. And every walk that we do here um, is about Bitcoin, constantly Bitcoin. <laughs> we have our own, uh, our own uh, mind uh, game, the Mindatel. Um, but yeah, the, the, the instigator, uh, the reason why we're doing this all, that guy is burned in Solex Boy's world. He's uh, just uh, a devil. <laughs> um, he got a really good explanation on why he should would not be Satoshi. He doesn't understand that, but he understands why we come all together on, on this project. So um, it is not as much as the, the white paper that he got, but um, the, the culture behind Bitcoin and reasoning got very uh, well instilled in him, I guess. Yeah, and that, that's really, uh, I think, the, the, what's going to be the motivator in general uh, to, to you guys' point. It's uh, the white paper itself can be a little bit indigest unless you're really getting into it uh, from, a, from a technical analysis standpoint. But the fact that there is a whole community of people behind it, that's what's important. That's what's gonna drive even people that are no coiners, that are not really that interested to begin with, to, to be curious at least, and to go towards uh, you know, other resources maybe. There are many, many, many different uh, opportunities, I think, to, that, that uh, looking at this video, even if you don't really understand what the white paper is about, can create. So I hope it's going to be seen by people that have not necessarily um, orange peeled yet. <laughs> so now you guys are pretty, you, you, I'm guessing you might have done the after party wrap on Zoom or is that coming up? Oh, no, you've been invited. Oh, yeah. You know when it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We're not quite there yet. Yeah, <laughs> another day or two of, uh, of work, I think. And we'll all have a, have a beer a beer together. Although I, I tend to be uh, enjoying these things first thing in the morning. To see how early I can be tempted to crack a beer open after delivering the final version. We can do it in the morning if you want. <laughs> yeah, our, our morning, your evening, and, and uh, then we do it. Then we reverse yeah, it, so we all feel the same pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, solidarity, brother. Uh, of course. <laughs> so, uh, has there been? throughout this project, because when you get into something like this, it might spark ideas off in different tangents. And I'm wondering, and I'm looking at you, Rich, because you've uh, obviously uh, done the, the Hard Money film and a few other projects as well in the past. And when we had our interview, um, you 
you talked about how you'd done filmmaking, moved away from filmmaking, and then Bitcoin, it's like that Godfather scene, you know, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back <laughs> in. And here you are making film again. Uh, is this is this fire alight, Rich? Have you got something else now to to get going with? What what's what's firing in that in that dome? Uh, well, this is um, I mean, this has been a, a great project. It's been obviously a fair bit of work, but um, you know, it's um, you know, I forget when we all came together on this. I'm going to say three weeks ago or a month ago or so. Um, so, you know, it was. Um, it was a digestible amount of, of work. Um, but I think it's, uh, it's been the inspiring thing is that I sort of, you know, all of a sudden all this, the material kind of drops in front of you. Like you don't, um, you don't have to, um, or it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of putting the puzzle pieces together that have already been, been dropped in front of you. And it's the, um, that decentralized aspect of, um, of everyone doing their part and, and it all coming together, both in terms of everyone who contributed a video, but also everyone in the team who, who worked on the project. Um, and that's not, not an experience I've, um, you know, I've had before. Um, usually I've got to, got to go out and, and, um, f- create the, the content myself. So I've, um, I do enjoy, um, uh, you know, it's just a bit of an armchair, it's, it's sort of armchair work, but it's in that, you, you know, you sit at your desk and, and the content comes to you and you've got to create something out of that. Uh, but the short answer is no, I'm sort of, um, <laughs> I was looking forward to, um, oh, we, I do have another, um, another small project in the works that, um, that Dim actually helped me set up. It's a, it's a bit related thing. And, and, um, Daniel, you, it's something you might um, be interested in as well, but I'm going to keep that, um, I'll mention that uh, somewhere down the track, but nothing, uh, yeah, nothing major just yet. But you know, being part of this community, you, you usually know that the next the next thing's not far away. How about you, Dim? What's firing? Oh, you 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 probably already have a pretty clear path for the uh, house of was house of what you know who uh, we are all Satoshi or well, not. Yes, I mean, you know, it's uh, the, the problem that I have in general is that I always take too many projects at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have, uh, of course, uh, as of was, I also have the ongoing Bultaria that is still uh, happening. I should have finished the season by now, but it's still going because there is so much to tell. There is the, the treasure hunt around it that has taken a, proportion, a life on its own. So I have to manage that, create puzzles around it. Uh, and in a couple of months, I have um, an auction coming up on Scarce.city. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, so, and I'm, in the meantime, I'm keep exploring avenues on how to use digital works uh, and the old NFT realm, but see how it, we can incorporate it using Bitcoin. So I'm exploring DIY solutions right now. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, rabbit hole to dive in. So if anybody listening is uh, have heard, heard the words treasure hunt and mm-hmm. haven't been exposed to what, you, what you're putting together, and might be interested in uh, in joining it. Did you want to give a quick uh, shill for for that project? 
Sure. I mean, it's a little late in the game right now if you want to join because it's coming to an end. But um, the Bultaria uh, comic has uh, 10 million Satoshis that are hidden in it. So 0.1 BTC, which is uh, at the time right now, it's uh, what is it? $4,700 or something like that. Uh, and um, basically the 12 words of the, the seed are hidden through the story and have been giving hints on a regular basis with every episode to uncover those 12 words. Uh, so it's, uh, and there is a master password that now people, there's a separate puzzle for that that I'm building. And people are at the stage of trying to find the final password. So if you're joining right now, you might be a little bit of a, at a disadvantage, but hey, you know, try. I know there are a lot of people that are trying to brute force right now. Uh, they still right. have the master password, but, uh, okay. but it, it's very exciting to see. I, I was not at all aware that there's a whole community of people that are dedicated to those hunts. There are Discord groups, there are teams that are working on that. Uh, there are people that are just joining forces to brute force all these things, and apparently there are uh, there there are actually uh, quite a lot of of treasure hunts like that. So it's a whole separate rabbit hole and underworld of uh, treasure hunting uh, that uh, exists. One of those Bitcoin subcultures, I would say. So Daniel, if you want to join, I'll, uh, I'll give you a primer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let this one pass. I'll let uh, those that have been doing all the hard work. Uh, there, there was another guy I interviewed uh, a while back, Otto, um, the time traveler guy. Did you guys ever catch that episode? He he wrote a comic series about um, uh, he, him being a time traveler that came back and uh, hid clues. And uh, his prize was a, a Bitcoin. It was it was nuts. And so I know about this subculture of treasure hunting. But I I never see them. I never get into them uh, before it's already too late, like the last the last throws. So I'm gonna have to keep a closer look. Has anyone ever like anyone here? Oh, obviously, Dim, you've created one. Has anyone taken part in one? No. Solex, have you been involved in any of these yet? Uh, no, no. Uh, the only. Uh, hunting for hints I ever did was with a game uh, the Ingress game was that I think uh, the, the uh, prequel or the, the predecessor of Pokemon Go thingy uh, that you go in uh, real life locations with your cell phone and then uh, have to capture portals and stuff and there was always some hints and, and stuff like that which was fun on its own uh, like they throw in Morse code and, and uh, several stuff in, in pictures. But I never have seen those popping up for Bitcoin uh, yet. Otherwise, I would give it a go as well. Not that I'm any good at it, but <laughs> it was fun to try at least. <laughs> you know, there is at least one that's been ongoing for years. Um, they have uh, like two BTC now. They used to have four BTC, but at the halving, they, they halved it into. And, but it's so challenging and difficult that it's, you know, even though dozens and dozens of people are actually working on this in teams, they still, after all these years, they didn't manage to, uh, to crack it. And I guess that's even more rewarding when you do, right? But uh, yeah. mm -hmm. 
So post voice paper, what else can you do with the white paper? Or so is there is there another idea? Yes, there is one. So a project that I that I have in mind. I've been thinking about it for quite some time, but it requires a lot of resources and knowledge that I don't have yet. Uh, so maybe I'll do uh, some fundraising for that eventually. But I wanted to, um, you know, the Rosetta Stone. Mm-hmm. So the Rosetta Stone is a fantastic piece. Uh, it, uh, it was discovered uh, uh, in Egypt, if I remember correctly. And it had, it's a big, big stone that had three languages on it. There are the hieroglyphs. There's Greek, I think, ancient Greek, and I forgot which was the third one. But basically, it was a way, it was iconic in language because it created a stepping stone, uh, without pun, to actually translate hieroglyphs with Greek, etc. And it really uh, was a breakthrough. And uh, it's such an iconic piece that I wanted to create something similar with the white paper on it, but written hand carved on real stone by a, a stone carver <laughs> and in a piece that was, you know, having all the properties of ancient with the, the newest thing possible. And the, the mix between the sacred and the ancient with the new would be the, the, the goal of that piece, basically. And so it would complete the house of Weo Satoshi. So you have the, the part where I memorized, which is a symbol of the individual, the collective, and then what's left when there's nobody. So these three pieces would basically work together as a, as a, a standalone project. Mate, that sounds awesome. Well, we'll see when I make it up. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a lot of work, but yeah. yeah. Well, if there's any, any stone carver here that listen to the podcast, uh, please contact me. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, you might have a bit more trouble finding the, the crew of, uh, with the right skills to help with that project. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, it'd be great to be on a white piece of rock, right? Uh, that would be uh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to do that. After just, that, just ca- go ahead. I was going to say maybe we just carve it in the in the white rocks of uh, Dover, and just like in a huge, massive, uh, um, the white cliffs of Dover. Excuse me, on the on the south coast of England. Yeah. Like, <laughs> massive, on, uh, you know, on Mount on Mount Rushmore, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, the other thing is that you take that stone, you make it, and you ask Elon to send it to space. Because it would be perfect on the moon, man. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. The moon, of course. The moon. To the moon. To the moon. (laughs) All right, guys, before we wrap up, um, I'm going to have to uh, ask you each individually, very quickly, and I'll start with uh, Richard because I think you're going to have to run off, mate. Uh, I can see the uh, the sun is rising. You probably got some surfing to go and do. So, if you had one orange pill left to give to someone, who'd you give it to, and why? Oh well, um, we are in the process of trying to orange pill Jordan Peterson 
Um, we've sort of made a bit of progress there. He's shown a bit of interest in the last couple of days. So um, I think that's not even a, a pie-in-the-sky one. I think um, he's, you know, we saw him share an article um, a few days ago or a week or two ago from Alan Farrington. And, um, yeah, so he, uh, he looks like he's, um, he's sort of at the edge of the rabbit hole. So getting him, um, him fully on board would be, would be quite something. Well, I'm just going to break out the news to you since you just wake up, but he reached out to Gigi and asked him to, uh, to tuck him in. So I think it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. It's happening for sure. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent work. All right, uh, Richard, we'll let you go. I know you've got to go and um, cook breakfast for your son. So it's uh, Thank you birthday, so much for, for chatting, guys. A birthday treat. Yeah, no, it's, it's great to have you um, join us, mate. Thank you so much for the work you're doing in the space. It's really great to uh, to have you on our side. Appreciate it. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you, Dim, for organizing the project. And Solex, thanks so much for, for your work as well. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, man. It's been great working with Thank you. you. I hope we'll do that again. Have a great day, man. Bye-bye. See you, mate. Bye. Okay, Solex, it's over to you, Orange Pill. That gives Dim the uh, the longest time to think about it. Solex. Okay, uh Luckily, I asked uh, Solek's boy that question today during our walk, and he promptly said, oh, I know, uh, Mama. And uh, his reasoning was, then she wouldn't complain so much on the time that we're spending on Bitcoin. <laughs> so, uh, a very <laughs> selfish one, my wife. <laughs> That's perfect. There's, um, and a, a lot of people do answer that these days now. Um, and this is the the reason we're here, right? As Bitcoiners, is to to educate the those nearest and dearest to us, and and try and help them see what we see. So, uh, Dim, I can't even remember what you said the first time around. Uh, did do you? Yeah, I said somebody religious, and we settled on the Dalai Lama because he was already wearing orange. On your that's <laughs> correct. That is correct. So you got to pick someone new now. Yeah, can I say something stupid? Of course. Uh, um, well, it's not so stupid because I, I, I want to orange peel my dog. And <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> so that's the stupid answer. But the not so stupid is that I'm trying to find ways to actually, how can Bitcoin be beneficial to animals? And because, you know, it, from an anthropological standpoint, definitely in the hyper-Bitcoinized world, it will transform everything. I'm trying to see how it will affect non-humans. And, uh, and uh, apart from uh, him wearing some gear, uh, <laughs> is there, are there any other um, avenues to explore? So it's, uh, it's an open-ended question, but... Uh, I would love to see my dog generate some Bitcoins, maybe mine it. I don't know. We'll see. Holy shit, man. Holy shit. No, I never, ever. Clearly, we think on completely different planes. This is exactly what uh, the Bitcoin community is all about. There's so many different uh, minds in the space. Yeah. Well, if if you're going to stick with animals, I'm going to go with orangutan because that is uh, translated as orange man. Uh, he seems ready. Go. He seems ready and willing. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, you have a theme of orange pitting orange people, right? Yes. 
Well, guys, it's been great uh, to be along for this ride in, in some way, shape or form and watching this take part. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be a, a small part of this and help you guys in, in any way that I could to, to put this together. And uh, I, I just hope this gets as many likes, shares and retweets and uh, sent off to friends and families and noobs and, and as many people as possible that uh, we, we can uh, collectively try and raise awareness for for the white paper and stand united together against those who threaten it. Yeah, and can I add something to this? Um, the, the white paper is going to, the voice paper is going to be, um, the video itself is going to be set in the drive for everyone to download. So you will be able, if you're interested, to rehost it anywhere you want. Um, so... You know, whenever it comes out, we'll uh, we'll have all the information necessary. And uh, also, big shout out to um, to Samson now, who really helped bringing a lot of people in the story, and uh, Dave, who uh, helped on the teaser as well. Excellent, man. Soul exporter, do you have any uh, final thoughts, uh, final comments before we close this one down? I uh, just want to say say goodnight to Lauren. She's my favorite voice in the Bitcoin podcast. So keep on going with that show. And thank you for having me. Thanks, man. That, that, that's someone else that says I need to step aside from the Once Bitten podcast. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> guys. When, I, when you. are you going to have Lauren as a guest, actually? <laughs> so people have actually been saying it should be the other way around there, there should be a show where lauren's interviewing me so i don't know maybe maybe we should do yeah we should do some we'll have a play around we'll have a play around and and think something through and what's been nice to see actually is because she has certainly been adopted by the community her siblings now feel that and are showing more and more interest in coming on and being part of the show as well. So as you will hear as the show progresses, uh, my oldest daughter has started popping in a little bit more, um, my middle daughter and uh, and my son every now and then as well. So it's it's great. And, uh, hey, Solex, maybe my wife one day might be... Uh, might be completely <laughs> <laughs> complete might she's already orange pilled but not to the point where she wants to come and uh have her voice recorded for everybody to listen to that's uh, that, that that seems to be a step too far but we do plan to go to miami as a family for the bitcoin conference i'm just hoping beyond hope that sense prevails and we're allowed to travel by then mm. and uh come and meet as many people as possible all right i hope to meet you there both of you yeah, Miami. If it's Miami, my wife will come, but not to the conference. She will be at the beach, and I will be there with Solex Boy in the conference. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been great hanging out. Thanks again for this awesome project. Brilliant to uh, to chat, and uh, yeah, thanks for all you're doing in the space. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks, all. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks, Dim. Ciao.